When looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Well, excuse me! Looking for good ideas for life? You're far from good hands. Hey, bud, what's your problem? If you think the listener is always right, you're far from the right place. Out of order! Even in the future, nothing works! Hosted by a Northeasterner by birth, but a rebel by choice. Are you threatening me? If you want a host that floats between love and madness, and we know the night is always gonna be here anyway. Thinking of you's working up my appetite, looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. All right, guys, uh, listen to the blues riff and B. Watch me for the changes and try and keep up, okay? Warning, creators of this game do understand the subject matter may be offensive to some, but they do honor the families and people that have been affected by these real-life tragedies that these individuals have caused. Wanna play a game? Oh yeah! Lover of true crime? Yes, yes, yes. Well, we got an interesting game for you to check out. Wow. With the mashup of influences such as horror movies, collecting cards, and RPGs. What? Led to giving birth to an incredible creation of this game. Killers, the card game. You are all my children now. This game is a collectible trading card game featuring some of the most infamous killers with tidbits of trivia on the back of each card to help you learn some insight to each criminal. Who the hell are you? Let's not forget, during the game, cops will be chasing you and these criminals. I'm a cop, you idiot! However, check out their website listed through all social media today, which can be found under Killers, the card game. Am I on the internet? I want to play a game. Hi, this is Seth and Jordan Duggar, Duggar Band, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio. There's a shop downtown that holds a place in my heart. Worked there all summer long. Just to buy my first guitar There's a church in Davis Valley Where I sang my first song Hey folks, it's your least favorite host in the podcast world Croc, Jonathan Steele Boy, do we have a good one for you today Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages so glad to have these two back 
been way too long. They are the pride of Greenville, Tennessee. Jordan and Seth, they are the guys from the Duggar Band. How the hell are we, guys? It's been way too long. Doing great, man. Good to see you. Great. Yes. Uh, last time we actually uh, spoke over the phone. Yeah, they didn't have this fancy uh, Zoom stuff, you know. Go figure. <laughs> well, maybe they did. They, Yeah, never mind. We won't go there. I, I won't make fun of it too bad. But uh, you guys have been busy since uh, September of uh, 2017 when we last chatted. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yeah, it's been crazy. We've uh, been touring a lot, writing a lot, coming out with new records. And uh, we're just excited to get new music out and uh, hit the roads. Yeah. And just for the point of reference, when I will, uh, when we first spoke, it was when you released East Tennessee Sun. So I just want to give people a musical point of when, and obviously a lot has changed since then. So obviously you have a lot to be happy for because you have multiple releases. Uh, Obviously you have the up-tempo traditional country song, Barn Burner which was written with uh, Nashville Tune Smith. So first off, what's going on with this Born Burner? Uh, it's a song that we just had a lot of fun writing. We wanted something that was high energy and up-tempo, and they could also feature uh, guitar and fiddle. And Seth and I, those are instruments that we play. I play guitar and he plays fiddle. And so um, we were able to record that and give us something live that we could really feature at our shows uh, with us doing those solos going back and forth and uh barn burner was kind of the perfect title to put for something like that and so we had we had a blast recording it and uh we're starting to play it at our live shows and having a great time playing it live for people now obviously you mentioned a fiddle and this is i have it just on this hard drive alone there's twenty thousand songs that i have yes everybody there purchased don't worry i wasn't yeah, Napster and things. <laughs> so when I when you mention a fiddle, I think of, uh, I guess, in recent history, even though it's, holy Christ, it's 20 plus years ago. I think of the Garth Brooks live song, Tearing It Up, which is only on a double live album, folks. So you'll have to do a little homework on that. Uh, does that is it that live action with the fiddle that I'm thinking with the same uh, comparison there? Yes, yeah, so this song it's uh, it's a really blazing fast song. It's um, pretty hard to play on the guitar and fiddle, but it's a it's a lot of fun. It, it kind of reminds me of "Devil Went Down to Georgia," something like that, where it's just like another classic. Fast. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I love love that song, and uh, this one's really fun to play as well. So what I'm going to do right now is put "Barn Burner" right here, so we'll drop it so people can actually hear. Okay. okay.
coming out of Barn Burner, which very fast tempo, everything we've already said. And people know I'm not a hype man in terms of if I like something, I love it. So definitely love the song. But the other stuff you have coming out, which I didn't know you guys then, but this is the 10th anniversary release of your album, Sleigh Ride. But you also included a bonus track of Smoky Mountain Christmas. So why did it feel right to do a 10th anniversary, but also include this bonus track? Well, it started with us this past uh, a few months ago. Uh, one of our co-writers, Bill DeLuigi, came to us and was like, hey, you guys want to write a, a Christmas song? And we're like, yeah, that's a great idea. And so we got together and, and wrote Smoky Mountain Christmas. And then we were thinking about how we wanted to release it. And uh, we had recorded Sleigh Ride before we ever moved to Nashville and, and all that. We actually recorded it in Nashville. Um, but Seth had the idea when we were thinking about it because we, we kind of quit promoting that record a while back. And we thought about putting it back out there, but since it was older, uh, we didn't really know a good way to do it. Um, but Seth was thinking about it and he said, hey, this is actually the 10th anniversary of us putting that record out. And so we figured that'd be the perfect opportunity to re-release that record and then also tack on the Smoky Mountain Christmas uh, to the record. So I uh, kind of accomplished a couple things at once. So uh, kind of... Uh, there's original tracks from 10 years ago, plus where we're at right now, uh, as far as an artist and uh, get to have them all in one record. So with that being said, I'm curious to know, and it's one thing for Christmas songs and a lot, you know, cause how many new Christmas songs are there honestly at this point, uh, but I'm not knocking people covering and any of that, that stuff, but just in general, you know, you're re-releasing stuff from 10 years ago with Slave Ride and where we are now. What, as musicians, songwriters, just the whole kit and caboodle. Obviously, like I said, we got Smoky Mountain Christmas, which I'll throw in the end of this episode before we close everything out so people can hear that since we're technically in Christmas season here in November. What is the biggest difference as musicians do you think you are in that 10-year gap? Man, I think we've grown a lot. Um, during that time, we've we played a lot in Nashville. We've toured a lot. We first moved to, to town, I think, in 2015, and we played on Broadway, and sometimes we'd be playing seven or eight hours a day. And uh, so you just get a lot better at your instrument, a lot better at singing. And one of the big things is being able to play number one songs and seeing how the crowd reacts to them. So we, we cover a lot of songs and a lot of major hits. And so you see how the crowd reacts and you, and you start trying to break down, okay, why did they react a certain way to this song? And so then it helps you with your songwriting craft. And I think that was a big, big learning uh, step for us in that 10 years is being able to become better writers and musicians both uh, just through, through all the experience of touring. Does it help that not only you guys are brothers, but you have a uh, chemistry as musicians that have been together for that period of time that you can bounce things off of each other and take, like you said, when you're performing, you're let people don't realize you're also listening to the reactions and stuff and be able to compare notes. Hey, this worked, but let's tweet this. Let's do, you know what I'm saying? You have that share notes with each other. Cause it's obviously you see you're at the same show, but you have different opinions on things. Right. For sure. I think uh, just that experience playing so many shows together and, uh, 
being on stage together. And a lot of our uh, band members have been with us for several years now. And so uh, just having that uh, togetherness. And then uh, one of our co-writers that we wrote Smoky Mountain Christmas with, uh, we've been writing with uh, for several years and written several songs. And so we click really well. And so I think uh, just that experience of going through shows or going through writing sessions together, uh, just the more you do that, the better it gets. And you start to be on the same page even more uh, the longer you do it together. Well, you mentioned about the touring as well. You've been doing a lot of touring and everything else besides writing and releasing music. You actually just did a hometown show back on November 3rd to open up the holiday season. So what was that like to go home, perform in front of a hometown crowd, but also get that uh, motor running, as the one song would say, in terms of uh, this next leg with the promote uh, Christmas album and such? Yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a blast. I always love coming home and playing for a hometown crowd. You know, they've been very supportive over of us throughout the years. Um, even before we came to Nashville, uh, we've got some fans from that's been our fans for many, many years. And uh, we love them and love coming back and performing new stuff for them. We like to perform new stuff for our hometown first, uh, just to kind of see what their reaction is. And it's been a long time since we've done Christmas shows. We used to tour a lot with Christmas um, back when we released the Sleigh Ride album. And, but we haven't done that so, so much over the last five or five to seven years. So getting to play some of those old songs again that we used to play uh, back on tour five, six, seven years ago was a lot of fun. It got us in the Christmas spirit pretty quick. There you go. You know, I'm going to, instead of putting it at the end here, I'm going to put Smoky Mountain Christmas right here. Then we'll right. wrap things up.
Coming out of Smoky Mount Christmas, which if you have the opportunity, and I know things have changed for uh, streaming and just everything else that goes on with the music business, check out the, we'll have links to the Facebook, the website, all the usual stuff to check out these guys, because I love supporting independent artists and stuff. But how many shows do you have for the holiday season coming up? But also, what's... Are you thinking ahead to 2024? What's next? Yeah, so this year we just did the one Christmas show, and that's all we have planned as of right now for a strictly Christmas show. But it's kind of relaunching our Christmas touring, and so we're already working on some dates for next year where we'll, we plan to have multiple Christmas shows, and so it'll be like an actual tour around uh, Christmas music. And uh, so we're working on that. And then also... Um, a new single coming out every three weeks digitally. So uh, supporting that and then already looking ahead to the next album, uh, which we plan to uh, start dropping songs from that in February of this upcoming year. So uh, it's just a constant flow of music. Uh, we're continuing to write, record, and then uh, we just plan to keep dropping a single every three weeks uh, for the foreseeable future. Well, like I said, folks, uh, check out the website, stuggerband.com. They got the links to their Facebook and Instagram and FaceTube. I mean, I mean YouTube, you know, I was being a sarcastic there because I was looking at my fries because uh, I'm out at, I, you know, no, I'm not going to plug the restaurant I'm in because they didn't pay me. So, no, all kidding aside, uh, guys, thank you so much. And Best of luck with the re-release and the new stuff that's coming out every couple of weeks. So check them out. Thanks folks. so much. Appreciate it. Hey there, Friday fans. We know how much you enjoy the movies. Enjoy grabbing your Friday merchandise and interacting with the Friday family, whether it be at conventions or during our particular watch-alongs. Well, when you're looking to get yourself masks, why not check out our friends over at Camp Blood Customs out of New York State and order your specific custom mask from any of the films. All orders are made specifically your needs and wants are. Make sure you find Camp Blood Customs on Facebook, Instagram, and all over social media and order yours today. Hi, this is Adrienne Barbeau and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio. 